Welcome back to the Ace Music Podcast Network. This is this week's newscast. We're going to go over some top stories, some album releases, maybe some good news, some local news, and then we're going to wrap it all up and see you next week. I'm your host, Nick Geraci. We're going to go ahead and get right into this week's top stories. Olivia Rodrigo and BTS continue atop global charts uh, this for this week. Once again, Olivia Rodrigo's Good For You claims a fourth week at number one on the Billboard Global 200. And Butter by South Korea's BTS logs a fifth week at number one on the Billboard Glo- Global excluding U.S. chart with 89.9 million streams and 16,900 units sold in territories outside the U.S. That is a credible achievement by both of these artists. I just learned today, which I feel like is a little late for me, that there is a global excluding U.S. chart. I had no idea that was a thing, but, uh, you know, we learn something new every day. Olivia Rodrigo's Good For You um, is the leader in 89.6 million streams and has sold 14,900 units worldwide in the June 18th to 24 tracking week. Uh, fantastic news for them. Uh, like I said last week, it's crazy because that is not her only song within the top 10, if I'm not mistaken. Um, 10 of her 11 songs from her album Sour have placed on the Billboard Hot 200. So uh, congratulations to her. Congratulations to BTS. Uh, Moving on, Halsey is announcing a new album uh, produced by Nine Inch Nails members Trent Reznor and Atticus Ross. Halsey has announced the release of their fourth album, If I Can't Have Love, I Want Power. The singer shared the news on social media earlier, writing, If I Can't Have Love, I Want Power, the fourth album by Halsey. There's currently no release date for this album, Uh, so we will keep you updated on that. Halsey's a pretty talented act, I believe. I remember hearing them back in like 2016, 2017 when I was just, or 2015, 2016 when I was just out of high school and I was, I remember working at Macy's. What a time. Anyways, moving on to the WOMAD Festival 2021. Unfortunately, it has been canceled. Peter Gabriel is the founder for this event and blames a lack of support from the UK government. Uh, it is with, let's see, who said this? Peter Gabriel said, (laughs) It is with great regret that we are canceling WOMAD 21 today. Without the simple support of a government insurance scheme or the guarantee of test event status, we cannot continue and put WOMAD's long-term future at risk, Peter Gabriel said. Uh, Gabriel had warned earlier this month uh, that this year's edition of WOMAD could be canceled unless the government offered an insurance program. Uh, This is unfortunate to see because, you know, here on the show, we've been announcing so many festivals and and shows going on now that COVID's ending. And it's a shame that something so simple as a bureaucratic, you know, congestion can really cancel something like this. Because Peter Gabriel is a talented musician and I am I guarantee he would do nothing but put on a fantastic festival. So that's a little sad to see. Um, But moving along here, a tribe called Quest is set to sell off a portion of song royalties as an NFT. Uh, An NFT, or a non-fungible token, is a unit of data stored on a digital ledger called a blockchain that certifies a digital asset to be unique and therefore not interchangeable. Uh, The way I understand this is that it is more like... 
um, selling the Mona Lisa. There's only one Mona Lisa. So if you own it, you own it. Um, but this is a digital version. Like I hear they took down the original Charlie bit my finger off YouTube and sold that file. Cause apparently each file is unique. Um, in like the metadata or something, there's some way to tell. And they are selling that as an NFT. But uh, these song royalties uh, start at $35,000 and will encompass 1.5% of sound recording royalties from the group's first five albums. So if you want to say, yeah, you get a check from a tribe called Quest every month, uh, it'll only cost you $35,000 minimum. <laughs> but uh, moving on, The Weeknd is set to co-write and star in a new HBO series with the creator of the show Euphoria. This show is titled The Idol, and it follows a female pop singer who enters into a romance with a cult leader. This will be interesting to see, as I've seen The Weeknd act before. He was in Adam Sandler's uh, Uncut Gems, and if you haven't seen that, fantastic movie. He does a great job in that. I mean, he kind of just plays himself, but I I think he could... uh, He's a talented guy. I think he could uh, go far in this, so it's kind of exciting to see where that'll go. Um, But on some sadder news... Blink-182's Mark Hoppus shares an update after confirming his cancer diagnosis. The Blink-182 bassist announced that he has been going through cancer treatments for the past couple of months, and Blink-182 alumni Travis Barker and Tom DeLone share love for Hoppus, calling him a superhuman who is pushing through this difficult obstacle with a wide-open heart. Uh, Yeah, he shared shared a post on Twitter, I think, or Instagram. I checked it out, and... uh, he he seemed to be in good spirits. He was he said he's very scared. Of course, it is a terrifying time, and um, we can only we can only wish the best for him uh, for a speedy recovery, uh, and hopefully they can get back out there and and play some more shows because I I have a feeling they are nowhere near done with their career. So um, we wish Mark Hop as well here and for a speedy recovery. Uh, moving on to a memoir by the late Stone Temple P- Pilots frontman Scott Weiland is getting a film adaptation. The film, titled Paper Heart, will adapt the musician's 2011 memoir, Not Dead and Not for Sale. Scott Weiland passed away in late 2015 after succumbing to a drug addiction. I will definitely be checking out this film. Um, it sounds like an interesting watch, and I am a sucker for anything that is a music documentary. So um, I'm definitely checking this out. Um, and while we're on it, if you haven't ever listened to Velvet Revolver, I highly recommend you check out Velvet Revolver. It's a band he did with uh, former Guns N' Roses members Duff McKagan, Slash, and Matt Sorum, along with Dave Kushner, who has actually scored a lot of TV and movies and possibly something you've seen. So check that out. Um, but we're going to go ahead and switch gears into a little bit of good news. If you're a Nirvana fan, uh, the, their number one single I'd imagine is their biggest hit smells like teen spirit secures 1 billion streams on Spotify. This achievement follows shortly after Lincoln parks in the end hit 1 billion streams. Um, I think they're just going to start dropping like flies now. <laughs> We're just going to see yeah, 1 billion, 1 billion, 1 billion on ev- on everything. I mean, there are songs today's pop songs hit a billion like no problem. So uh nothing shocking there. Um and we'll continue to report on all those songs that hit a billion cuz we know you love to hear that. 
But uh, if you're still living in your middle school or uh, high school years of teen angst, the former uh, My Chemical Romance drummer, Bob Breyer, is selling the drum kit he used in the band during the band's performance at the MTV VMAs in 2005, as well as recording sessions for the Black Parade. The, all the money will be donated to the Williamson County Animal Control and Adoption Center. So it's going to a good cause if you want a good drum set. He said uh, he's got a good road case that costs just as much as the drum set itself. That'll come with it and some stands and whatever else he can find in that storage unit. Um, so if you're into that sort of stuff, whether you're, you collect memorabilia or you just need a really good drum kit, there you go. <laughs> but moving right along to new album releases this week. Uh, Imagine Dragons is releasing Wrecked today, this Friday, and Lana Del Rey is releasing Blue Bannisters on July 4th. So we will check out those songs and uh, let you know about how good they are once they are out, if you are curious and don't have the time to listen for yourself. But uh, we'll go ahead and bring it home with some local Orlando news. Uh, WUCF TV series is set to air that will address the uh, impact of the pandemic on local arts and history groups. The show will be hosted by WUCF Executive Director Phil Hoffman and will feature representatives of the Central Florida Arts, Culture, History, and Science organizations about plans to operate in the post-COVID-19 era. The series, titled In Reach, will air Sunday mornings at 11.30 a.m. Be sure to check that out. WCF, uh, I will always shill for them. They constantly put out nothing but great content. Um, So if you always need something to watch, you can watch it on air, on TV, broadcast, or I believe you can watch everything live on their website as well. Um, Remember, WCF is PBS. That's a public um, broadcasting service, and you have every right to get that for free, and it's it's usually really good quality content. Um, I actually used to do a little work there, so maybe I... Maybe I'm a little biased, but I uh, I think they got a lot of good stuff over there. So this will definitely be an interesting watch for me, at least. Uh, and then we got some big acts coming to Orlando. Uh, let's see. New York rapper Homeboy Sandman will be returning in September. New York MC Homeboy Sandman announced his return to Orlando in September as part of a North American swing promoting his upcoming ASAP Rocky produced EP uh, Angelito Angel Angel uh, not even going to try to pronounce that please don't make fun of me <laughs> but Sandman will be playing Will's Pub on Sunday September 12th it's his first show in the City Beautiful since 2019 I mean a show at Will's Pub what more do you need to say you know it's going to be a good time uh, the band Water Parks are coming to Orlando Park Ave CD for an exclusive in-store meet and greet. The pop punk Heat Seekers are coming to the House of Blues in Disney Springs in November, and then the trio are heading to the record store on Tuesday, June 29th at 6 p.m. for a combo acoustic performance and photo opportunity slash meet and greet. So if you are a fan of pop punk or the water parks or water parks, I sound like an out of touch person, but <laughs> I apologize. Go check that out. It sounds like a good time. And, and park Ave CDs is always a cool place to go and hang out and look at some CDs, listen to some music and check out whatever other little knickknacks they got. Uh, but Jay Cole is headlining in Orlando this September as part of his off season tour. 
Grammy-winning rapper and singer J. Cole this week announced his upcoming off-season tour set to traverse North America starting in September. The tour includes an Orlando stop very early in the game. Uh, named after Cole's newest Billboard chart-topping top- album, The Off Season, the 17-date tour will kick off in Florida on September 24th in Miami. From there, it's right to Orlando for an arena show at the Amway Center on September 25th, a Saturday. Tour support comes from 21 Savage and Maury. Uh, this is crazy. That's my birthday. I might go check that out. <laughs> uh, J. Cole's an excellent, excellent rapper. If you don't listen to him, I recommend it. But a And if you are into 1980s backing music... Uh, a saxophonist named Tim Capello is coming to Orlando. This is a little odd, but it sounds intriguing. Tim Capello, the man who dutifully greased up and made sax solos downright apocalyptic in the 1980s classics like Lost Boys and Miami Vice, and as a backing musician for Tina Turner, he's coming in town this September again. So uh, Capello was originally due to play the city last year, but his tour got derailed along with everything else due to the global pandemic. But uh, that could be interesting to see if you like the Miami Vice theme or if you like Tina Turner's backing music. Uh, Check that out. (laughs) But yeah, that does it for this week's stories. A little short this week. But you can join us next week where we continue to talk about this week's stories and more um, with Simon, more than likely. I keep saying that. But uh, be sure to tune in next week where we continue uh, talking about these stories and more. And also be sure to check out, um, or be on the lookout, it is not out yet, our new artist spotlight show, which will be coming very soon to the Ace Music Podcast Network, where Simon, myself, and Ryan Asituno, owner of the Ace Music Academy and Ryan Ace Music, will join us and talk about these new and upcoming artists that deserve a little bit of recognition uh, because they're just really tearing it up in the game. Uh, We already have, like I said, one episode recorded, and I'm not going to spoil who it is just yet, Um, but I guarantee you all will like them. They're an amazing um, artist. I'm not going to spoil if it's a band or a a single person. We're going to let the mystery flow here, okay? But that really does it for this week. So uh, have a great weekend and a great 4th of July weekend if you're an American listener and enjoy the rest of your week. We will see you guys next Friday.